Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Otter's Tiny House Village. Here I am in my tiny living room in my tiny house in my tiny yard. Actually, it's not so tiny anymore. It's all like work to keep this place clean and neat, but I love it, I love it, I love it. This is a place of peace and joy and gratitude. So I hope you are in peace, love, and gratitude and joy this morning. We've got a really awesome show as usual. It's a wellness check. It's March 1st, March 1st. Hallelujah. Pisces, go Pisces, go Pisces, go Pisces. I'm a Pisces. So in, what, 11 days, I'll turn over to 69. Yay! Feeling better and better every day, so no worries. Anyway, welcome. We've got uh, some roll joint rolling to do, but first, we are now in the Female Solution um, blog talk studio. So let me play our uh, female solution welcome video. It's a global welcome for all of our friends all around the world. I love this new video and the music. The words are the same, but we just added some awesome video to the scene. So here we go. Female solution opening global family. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances. But most of all, let's share our love. This is the female solution. 
Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, our one human On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Nihau, in India, Samate, in Japan, Konnichiwa, in Korea, Arinhaseyao, in Russia, Zatutsi, in Germany, Kutentak, in Poland, Zimbabwe, in France, Bonjour, in Spain, Hola, in Italy, Ciao, in Egypt, Aspen Mustafa, in Ghana, Aquaba, in Nigeria, Peleo, in South Africa, Saobona, in Senegal, Nangadek, in Kenya, Jambo, in Israel, Shalom, in Pakistan, Afghanistan, Really well. 
And then I get a thorough from the mouth all the way down, the elementary canal, the throat, into the stomach. All that good juice is just stirring around, cleaning out. And especially bentonite clay, it's like a magnet. It draws toxins out uh, of the skin, of the muscles, out of the tissues, and moves it all out, all the way out to the end. So that's what I'll be doing right after the show. And during the show, I'll be sipping my throat uh, tea just to keep my throat moist from all this talking, you know. But I know why you're here this early in the morning, to do some joint rolling. Why do we do joint rolling? What's the answer? Our circulation. Our circulation, after we've been sleeping for several hours, our body needs to start moving and get the blood flowing. So before you get out of bed, that's the first wellness check for you every day. Don't get out of that bed. Don't put your feet on the floor until you lift those legs up and start rolling your ankles joints, your wrist joints, your uh, elbow joints, your knee joints, uh, and your hip joints. Don't get out of that bed before you do that. That's a fly instruction. First, love yourself. Then Whatever you have to do, you've completed the most important task of the day, improving your circulation, improving your lymphatic system, and improving your immune system. That's what we do here at Health and Wellbeing with Theata. And today I've got some great um, tips for you for our wellness check. We're going to be doing a wellness check on the intellect, on the mind, on the emotions, on the physical, all of that. Because it's the beginning of the month and it's springtime and Florida Florida is in summer, honey. We got eighty degrees this the last few days we got up to eighty. So that's what I love about Florida. It can be fifties at night, but during the day we're up with the sun, eighty degrees. Ah, all that sunshine to my friends in Chicago up north. I know you need it. But they're getting some warm weather too. So anyway, let's get busy. Let's do Uh, some joint rolling, starting with, let's take some deep breaths. Through the nose, inhale through the nose, exhale through the nose. I prefer nasal breathing. Some people will tell you to exhale through the mouth. That's not me. Because I've been in so many yoga classes that they did not promote exhaling through the mouth. And they gave good reasons for that. One of them was that you, your mouth can dry out quickly. If you're doing long breathe, long-term breathing, you don't want to be exhaling through the mouth. But if it's short and sweet, you can probably breathe, exhale through the mouth. But I prefer inhaling and exhaling through the nose. That's what it's there for, two nostrils for exhaling, inhaling. And there's some practices where you can inhale through one, hold it, Hold it, exhale through the other, and that brings even more energy to the head and the brain area. So try that occasionally, holding your thumb on one nostril, inhaling, hold it, hold it, hold it, and exhale on the other side. Inhale, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it, exhale on the other side. And maybe there's a name for that, which which I can't think of right now. But it's a pra- mostly an Eastern philosophy, yoga philosophy, of inhaling and exhaling, holding and exhaling for several. You can do that for a minute, 
and it enhances the in the blood flow in the brain area. Don't we all need some more blood up here in this brain? This is a magnificent functioning brain. So inhale, 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 and exhale. Now remember to do that while we're rolling our joints. That's the point of me starting the inhale and exhaling. So you remember to breathe in and out while you're rolling the joints because your breath is a pump. It helps pump that blood while you're moving and everything is working in harmony, unity. This body is so amazing and magnificent. When the command center here, the government here, directs all the activity that will keep it healthy and strong. So let me add some music. We got some music we're going to add. And right away I see a comment from Empress Regina bowing to the Empress. She is in the house. Thank you, Empress. Great day to all. Love, love, love. We feel your love, Empress. What a great day it is to have your friends and family greeting with love, love and hugs. Hugs back to you, Empress, and all of you out there who are joining me this morning to roll these joints. We're getting high this morning. Rolling, no, not this kind, but this kind. So I'm going to put on the love music, Time for Healing by The Sounds of Blackness, one of my favorites. I can't find a better uh, tune to play while we roll joints. The words are still relevant after all these years. Time for healing. The world's gone insane. War, 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 and all that. But love, love is the cure. So we're going to put on some music and start rolling this head around to loosen up the neck. And then we're going to go to the shoulders and back and forward, and we're going to swim in the sea of energy. That's what Pisces do. And all of you should just join me in the water, in the air, swimming in the sea of energy. Pisces swimming in the sea of energy. Yes, yes, that's what Pisces do. We do a lot of swimming. So time for healing by the sounds of black. Let's get busy here. All right. Oh, 
and this is an alternative open play. All right, let's talk. Bring those knees to your chest. Bring those knees, and let's roll back, rock back and forth. Rock, 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 rock back and forth, giving your spinal cord a little massage there. Woo, that feels so good. This is something I do a lot during the day. I come in and I've been in the yard, come in, put my feet up, my legs up the wall, and then hug my knees and rock back and forth. And then let's just rock to one side and push up. And we're back up. Give yourself a hand. Give yourself a hand if you've been rocking and rolling. And let's finish off with some heat heat in the hands, heat up the hands. And let's give our vagus nerve some energy for the rest of the body. The vagus nerve, squeeze and release, squeeze and release. The vagus nerve runs from the brain stem, the back of your head. Inhale, inhale, all the way to every major organ in your body. This nerve is the largest nerve in the body. It touches every organ in your body with energy, with communication. So that's why your spinal cord, sometimes you might need a chiropractic adjustment just to keep those uh, communication pathways open. This just feels so good. I just want to stay here. But we want to go down the shoulders. Let's massage the shoulders. Ah, feels great. Ah, 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 wonderful. And then let's just give your arms a pat. Now, if you're on your left arm, this area right in the middle of where the elbow is, if you, I learned this from Dr. Daryl Wolf. He's a very, um, very um, uh, intelligent and, and informative doctor uh, on you on Facebook. And he has a website and all that. I follow him everywhere. This, patting this area of your elbow, inside your elbow on your left arm, stimulates your your lungs and your circulation. So this is an important meridian right here. Just slap on that for a while, until maybe until you get a little red in there. And you have done a lot for your lungs and your circulation. So let's go down the other arm. And you could do the same over here. I'm not sure if this is the same meridian. He always says the left arm. But I'm sure if you're doing this on the other arm, you're stimulating the meridian in this pathway of your body. So let's not forget the chest. This is your thymus gland sits right here. That's important for your immune system. Always, always give your boobies some love. Move gentle, gentle touching squeeze. Love you. And then go around the navel where your microbiome army lives. Give that a pat, love, massage, massage. And then last but not least, don't forget the kidneys and renal glands. Give them a love pat. Those kidneys do a lot of filtering to detox the body and help this run efficiently. So give that a good pat. And we are done with our rolling energizing. So it's time for me to go into my studio. And so I'm going to pick up this laptop, show you a little bit of my beautiful ceiling with all the plants. And we are back 
in the studio. And we are still rolling and rolling. I for some reason my phone cut off, but it won't cut off again. It's going smoothly. And I thank all of you for joining me this morning for a wellness checkup. We're going to have a wellness checkup. And why should we have a wellness checkup? Well, because we get so busy doing other things. And some of us may not have time to go to a medical doctor. If you are going to a medical doctor, then there are some things you should be very aware of. When you go to that doctor, you should not assume that that doctor knows everything by no means whatsoever. In fact, the person who influenced me the most for my health is this man in the picture behind me, my dad. He was on the planet for 95 years, and he took just the best care of his body. And in his later years, I helped him recover from a heart attack. Uh, in his later years. So he and I were really partners, and he influenced me more than any other male person on the planet. So that's why we wrote a book together, Sherman J. Howard, Football and Beyond. If you're interested in reading his story, you can go to his website. It's shermanjhoward.com and read about him. He's an amazing person, and he, again, I am... Um, influenced mostly by this person here to take the best care of myself. So thank you all for joining me in this collective work to take charge of our health. So today, again, we're talking about a wellness check. And I have several areas. In fact, I have a little sign here that came. This came with my Melaleuca shipment, I thought it was so cool. So I checked off all the the areas. I hope you can read that. No, it's not backwards. But I checked off all the areas that I wanted to cover today. And so I do have some short video or audios and videos that I want to share with you uh, for today as we go through a detox wellness checkup. That's what it's all about. Uh, and let's see. I don't think I actually um, downloaded downloaded all of the things I needed to download, but I'm going to play them on uh, StreamYard and get you started thinking about uh, for wellness check, we want to talk about we want to talk about your physical wellness, your social wellness, your inner wellness, your environmental wellness, and your mental and emotional. All of those things. So let's start with physical wellness. I have this cute little video here. You live in your body. Hold on, we're gonna yes, okay, here we go. Physical wellness. You live in your body. It's what you use to get around. So it stands to reason that physical wellness is an important part of your overall well being. Physical wellness promotes care of your body for optimal health and functioning. 
That doesn't mean you have to be an Olympic athlete to have physical wellness. It doesn't demand superhuman feats of strength or endurance. Physical wellness just means taking care of your body so that you can feel good, be healthy, and get things done, whatever that looks like to you. It encourages the balance of physical activity, nutrition, and mental well-being, and it nurtures personal responsibility for your health. People have different abilities and needs, so think about what physical wellness would mean for your particular circumstance. So, how can you build physical wellness? There are many things that you could do, but here are some suggestions. Try out a fitness class. Bring a friend to an in-person class or try out an online or recorded class at home. Practice intuitive eating. Listen to your body and eat what feels right for you. Drink more water. Aim for six glasses of water a day and drink fewer sugary drinks. Ditch the energy drinks. Cut down or eliminate energy drinks for the week and see how you feel. Be mindful of alcohol intake. Be aware of the guidelines around safer levels of alcohol consumption and moderate how much you have to drink. Practice safe sex. Take the necessary precautions to avoid potential negative consequences, such as sexually transmitted infections or STIs. Get eight straight hours of sleep a night. Practice joyful movement. Focus on moving in a fun, enjoyable way that feels right for your unique body. Try a few of these suggestions to build your physical wellness. All right. So, have you thought about any of those areas? Are those areas in check? Are they? Are you doing well in those areas? Well, we're going to just be reminding you today of these areas that you might want to pay attention to. I hope all of you are doing the best you can to manage and maintain your physical wellness. What about your environmental wellness? Well, we've got um, another reminder here for you to take care of your better care of your environment. So let's listen. It's only a couple of minutes. We're going to play this, and then we'll go to a break. The environment is where you live, where you exist. So it's no surprise that it affects your overall well-being. The state of your environment impacts your enjoyment of it. A clean, safe, comfortable place helps you feel good, whether you are in your home or out in the community. As an example, think about your home. You probably feel much better when it's tidy and clean. Environmental wellness involves living in a way that respects your surroundings. It encourages us to live in harmony with the earth by taking action to protect it. It also promotes interaction with nature and your personal environment. Environmental wellness leads you to have a positive impact on your environment, whether that's your home or outside world, and helping to make it a better place for you and others to be. So, how can you build environmental wellness? There are many things that you can do, but here are some suggestions. Go for a walk. You can take a walk alone or with a friend. Look around and get your daily dose of vitamin D. Tidy your space. Remove clutter by organizing one closet or drawer in your home. Organizing your space will make it a more pleasant environment. Grow or buy a plant. Plants liven up your space and can improve the air. Carpool. Coordinate with your classmates or coworkers. If you have similar schedules, you can commute together and reduce your environmental impact. Recycle and compost. Reduce the amount of waste you're adding to landfills. 
You can encourage others to recycle as well. Avoid buying new things that you can. Check out vintage and secondhand clothing and consignment shops. Use reusable water bottles. Switch to natural cleaning products. For example, white vinegar can be a good natural non-toxic cleaning product that kills bacteria. Eat something made with locally sourced ingredients. You aren't the only one who can eat. Your food does too. Try looking for food that didn't have far to go. Try to use these suggestions to improve your environment. I love the idea of looking for food that didn't have too far to go. <laughs> That's a joke almost because when usually when you go in the produce section, everything's coming from California. But I'm finding if you have a really um, quality, good grocery store, they're getting more local farmers involved in their store. So at my store, Publix, I look for local farmers in, in the produce section. And we should really stay away from the middle aisles as much as possible when it comes to food. There's no real food in the middle aisles. That's just chemicals in a package. And that's where I find inflammation shows up in my body. If I'm eating bread these days, I, I can't eat a lot of bread. Ugh, I don't care what it is. I was eating some organic sourdough bread from my uh, local uh, grocery store. And after a couple of days, my one side of my leg started again to be swell up, inflamed, just a little bit. I could feel uh, some pain. I thought, ah, something. What did I eat? What did I eat? And it was probably the bread because that bread was so good, and I put butter on it. But that's why March first is a good day to detox and start over again. Enjoy your month and enjoy your days, but just remember, we're listening to our bodies, and as the um, audios are telling us, pay attention to your environment and your um, physical symptoms. Listen to your body. When pain shows up, it's your body's way of telling you you've probably eaten or done some thinking that was inflammatory. So then we go into tapping and detoxing. So when we come back, we're going to continue uh, with more wellness check information for uh, our invite, not our mental and emotional and our intellectual wellness, because this is the day. March first is a good day to just check out how to check in, really check in how are things going with you and your environment. So let's take a break, and we're going to listen to a commercial from Melaleuca Company, my favorite company I shop with now. And just a reminder of some of the things that we can do better. Have you ever wondered why some of the healthiest people still get sick? Or why the occurrence of learning disabilities like ADHD have drastically increased over the last 50 years? How is it that the cancer rate has gone from 1 in 8,000 back in the 1910s to one and two today. Isn't it odd that even though we are more focused on health than ever before, that there's still been an increase in diseases, disorders, illnesses, and other conditions that destroy your quality of life? What if we told you that the very things you're using in your home to avoid these health concerns 
are actually what's causing them. If you're the decision maker in your home, you know how overwhelming it can be to keep your family safe. Today, we'd like to welcome you and simply provide you with some important information and shed some light on some health concerns you may not be aware of. Over the last hundred years, thousands of toxic chemicals have been introduced into society because of an excessive oversaw of chemicals designed warfare in the Second World War. Today, as the 2013 documentary, The Human Experiment States, quote, 42 billion pounds of toxic chemicals enter into commerce every day. That amount is still at 623,000 paper trucks. And as we speak, there are over 80,000 such chemicals on the market in the U.S. Over the last half century, chemical usage has gone up by 200%. And it isn't until there are enough people who study these products that there are even questions raised. Does this sound familiar? On July 12, 2018, the well-known grocery store brand of Talcum and Baby Powder Company, Johnson & Johnson, was ordered to pay a $4.6 billion lawsuit. As it was said, they knowingly covered up asbestos in their product for over 40 years, and we have been trustingly using it on ourselves and our most precious of all, our newborn babies. As parents, we work hard to keep our families safe and healthy. We diligently try to choose the best brands at the grocery store for our families. After all, keeping a clean home is an important part of good health. But is it possible that cleaning your home is dangerous? 7.3 million American couples have trouble conceiving or carrying a pregnancy to term. This is a 49% increase since 1988. Recent studies have shown that babies that do make it to term are being born pre-polluted, with up to 28 harmful chemicals in their blood, with indicators that over 400 more were present, all without ever eating food, drinking water, or even breathing air. It just doesn't make any sense. Studies show that in 1999, one in 500 kids had autism. Today, it's one in 59. But the effects don't stop there. As of 2013, the increases over the last 45 years show that life-threatening birth defects has increased 100%. Genital deformities of baby boys has increased 122%. Asthma has increased 80%. Leukemia in children has increased 74%. And ADHD has increased 53%. A 20-year independent study was done by the University of Bergen in Norway. This study started closely tracking a population of 6,235 women and men. They tracked the typical use of home cleaners and how they affect wound tissue of those who use them over a long period of time. Over the course of the study, the participants asked questions about their usage of cleaning products and have their lung capacity kept as regular. In May 2018, the study was published in the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine which generated global media attention because their findings from the study clearly showed the significant damage has been done to lung tissue and that by using national brand cleaners, even only once a week, have the same effect as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day for 20 years. Even if we're only using these products once a week, we are exposing ourselves, our children, and even our pets 
to something that is considered more dangerous than secondhand smoke. Ask yourself, would you knowingly hand your child a pack of cigarettes every day? But what options do we have? What if I told you that there was a company that's been making products for over 30 years that are so safe that the FDA doesn't even require them to use child-proof caps? And what if I told you they have scientific data that proves that their products are so effective at killing curious germs like Streptococcus and E. coli better than the most powerful national brands without the harmful side effects? And that the reason you don't know about this yet is because they don't advertise like national brands. So they can even save you money. Because the facts clearly show that what you don't know can hurt you. Get back with the person that sent you here today and ask them how you can get started. They want to show you how you can take better care of your family. So I'm here to help you take better care of you and your family. That's why I do... um, that's why I do health and well-being every Friday morning. And I'm thankful, very thankful, to be able to share my experience with all of you because um, that's what my dad taught me and that's what I'm here on this planet. My purpose, my divine purpose is to share my experience, good and bad. I try to be very transparent. And I've coupled with melaluca.com because they're one of the few companies that is very mindful about uh, the products that they are producing. And now all of their products are not pure, what I would call pure, but most of them have very few chemicals in the products. And so that's why I'm promoting Melaluca. Go to melaluca.com and view some of the products, all of the products, there's tons of them, and see if that's a, a shopping club you want to join. So we're here today, March 1st, yay. And let's talk about intellectual wellness next. That's what uh, is part of our wellness checkup today. We've done physical wellness. We've done um, intellect. We've done uh, social wellness, I believe, environmental wellness. Now let's talk about uh, intellectual wellness because the, the audio you just heard really um, kind of um, causes you or should help you think about things that you can improve in your life. So let's talk about intellectual wellness now. As a college student, you learn new things all the time. This is great because learning is an important part of intellectual wellness. Intellectual wellness involves exploration and curiosity. It means exposing yourself to new perspectives and ideas. There's a lot to see and do in the world, and the opportunity to acquire new knowledge or gain a better understanding of something is exciting. When you make the effort to expand your knowledge, you can become a more mindful. So, how can you build intellectual wellness? There are many things that you can do, but here are some suggestions. Visit a museum or gallery. You can find galleries and museums near you. They can have exhibits on a variety of subjects, from science to local history. Attend a cultural event. Explore new ideas while engaging with the community. Participate in a hands-on activity. Many people learn by doing. Learn something new or improve your knowledge by doing and practicing. Read a new book. You can check out a book or download an e-book from your college library or your local public library. Participate in a discussion group. 
Many courses include discussion groups for talking about class topics. You can also join a group, like a book club, to discuss topics for your own enjoyment. Try brain training exercises. You can sign up for a daily email of brain training exercises or download an app. Try a fun activity that makes you think. Play a board game or try a jigsaw puzzle, a crossword, Sudoku, etc. Try a few of these suggestions to improve your intellectual wellness. So if you're just joining us, we're doing a checkoff today, a wellness checkup to see how you're doing in these areas. We've done physical wellness, social wellness, uh, environmental wellness, and let's not leave out mental and emotional wellness. We're going to go deeper into that. And then later in the next hour, we're going to get into the cholesterol and heart attack um, issue could miss. Um, because there's so many out there that I've got to, we've got to address that today. But uh, for now, we're doing a checkup, and we're going to look at, let's see, mental health and emotional well-being. This is an area that everyone can benefit from um, if we're and emotional well-being. Sometimes when we experience problems and difficult times, it can affect our mental and emotional well-being. At times, life can be hard. Past upsetting experiences, relationships, school or college, big changes, all finding out who you are. This can make us feel stressed and worry about things. It can affect how we sleep, impact on our mood, and make us unhappy or anxious. It may make us feel more angry than usual or want to hide away. Mental health and emotional well-being circles around the way we act, think, and feel. Feeling withdrawn and distant or stuck and unable to do anything. Think. Thoughts like doubt, suspicion, or thinking you are no good. Feel. Feeling low in mood, flat, angry, agitated, anxious, or fed up. Who can help us when we feel this way? Your local child and adolescent mental health service, which is also called CAMS. We are a team of health professionals, doctors, psychologists, nurses, social workers, and psychotherapists who are trained to help children and adolescents who are struggling with how they act, think, and feel. Now, that's just one example of help that people can get uh, if they're emotionally or mentally distressed. Um, after this week's um, video of a young man setting himself on fire, I'm more and more determined to put out information on where people can get help, how people can get help, and um, sharing what I know and have experienced in overcoming toxic emotions. So here's a, let me play this next seven ways to detox your emotional well-being uh, because um, whether it's suicide or just typical stressful situations from work or family, there's a need to detox how we're feeling if we're on a low vibration. So I found this really um, helpful, I think it's a helpful uh, teaching on ways to detox your emotions. 
and it's called Seven Ways to Detox Your Emotional Well-Being. So let's listen up. Seven Ways to Detox Your Emotional Well-Being. Let it out. Wave your arms in the air like you just don't care. That's what letting go means. But sometimes we care too much. Is it possible to have a good heart without feeling like we're constantly drowning? Here are seven ways to detox your emotional well-being. One, get your room a makeover. You'd be surprised just how much fairy lights and paper cranes can brighten your mood. Research also shows that adding plants in your home can reduce your fatigue and anxiety. Feng Shui, the Chinese art of balancing your environment, has been around for nearly 3,000 years, changing people's lives for the better. Your room should be a safe space for you to unwind in after a long day of work or school. So hit your local craft store and get creative. This is detox and technique benefit. Two, hydrate like a boss. Humans are made up of 75% water, but it's no doubt that dehydration affects the way your brain goes. Studies show that even mild dehydration quickly affects our mood. Pitch the coffee and soda and go for something more mild and soothing, like your favorite herbal tea. This will also give you an excuse to have a tea party if you wish. Detoxing with friends and family might just be what you need. Three, watch the sunset. If I'm lucky, sometimes I'll still catch it on my drive home from work. But for the most part, I've been missing it these days. It just doesn't feel the same. Time flies by and before we know it, another moment is over. A study from the University of California proves that just being in the presence of something beautiful can make you feel more connected to your emotions. Similarly, researcher Jai Wayne Jane also discovered that those same emotions not only improve your well-being, but motivate you to be more generous to others. There's no such thing as a blind sunset. Just keep the day and let it remind you that even after bad times, tomorrow is always nearby. Four, doodle or bullet journal. When life feels best, you don't always have the option of getting away for a vacation. So why not get far away with your imagination? Invest in a good journal and doodle or plan the month ahead. According to medical doctor Maria Rodell, the more we are surrounded by clutter, the more it slows us down mentally and physically. When your mind is filled with loud thoughts, sometimes all they need is some color and organization. Five, revisit your favorite childhood memories. The wealth here feels like growing up is overrated. Responsibilities grow by the second, and so do your bills. But it doesn't always have to be this difficult. Watch a Disney movie or reread a book you loved as a kid. It'll give you the perspective you need. In fact, studies led over a decade by Dr. Constantina Sedikaitis shows that nostalgia can combat anxiety, loneliness, and boredom. His passion for his roots and memories led him to create a questionnaire called the Southampton Nostalgia Scale. It turns out that homesickness can help us regain strength to move forward. Six, tell someone your side. People's egos tend to always get in the way of being real and honest. No one's perfect, and none of us are a saint. If there's something that you've done wrong in the past that you've never fully owned up to, call up that person or find them on Facebook and let them know that you're sorry. Research shows that apologizing has some amazing emotional benefits for both the receiver and giver, such as helping you heal, move on from the past, and building empathy. When you bow down and apologize, you're being the bigger person, 
and this may bring some closure. Seven, help those who are less fortunate. You don't need to run a big charity to make a big difference, whether it means volunteering at an animal shelter or donating to a good cause. You're doing something that matters, and this will make you feel better. In fact, you'll be surprised to hear that doing good deeds not only reduces your stress level, but also your blood pressure, which increases your lifespan. Research from Carnegie Mellon University shows that doing volunteer work may increase physical activity among those who aren't usually active. I'm lucky because I get to do something meaningful here at Psych to Go, and I want to thank you guys for being such a strong, supportive community. If something's bothering you or you just need some cheering up, know that you're always welcome here. Let us know how your day's been with a comment down below. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel as well for more helpful tips and share this video with others. With your help, we can reach more people and provide our support. Thank you for watching. All right, I hope that was helpful. Now, if you're just joining us, again, we're doing a wellness checkup today. And in the next hour, we're going to get into the cholesterol and blood pressure myth because we have all, I think, uh, been uh, exposed to these myths when we trusted our doctors and their blood tests and their uh, knowledge and experience to tell us how to take care of our bodies. It's a new day. It's a new day. Tend to take charge of our health because doctors are pretty much in bed with big pharma. So you're going to get a lot of advice with a pad that says take this drug. And that's why we're here to remind us of a wellness checkup is good. As I said in the beginning, if you missed, I'm doing a detox today. I do a detox every, the first of every month because the environment's polluted. Sometimes our food's polluted. We go out to dinner and here and there. And it's just a good idea to just clean, give the body a good cleaning a good sweep of chlorophyll, aloe vera, cranberry juice, uh, bentonite clay, and psyllium powder. That's what I do the first of every month. It's here, and it's my birthday month, so Earth Day month, so I'll be celebrating with uh, more meditation, actually. That's what I'll do. So uh, we've got a caller. Let me go to the caller before I play this next audio, and if you have a question or comment, how are you doing? I really want to know. How are you doing in these areas of wellness checkup, physical wellness, social wellness, wellness, even financial wellness? If you have been struggling with financial wellness, I've got some uh, options and advice for you. Uh, inner wellness, environmental wellness, mental and emotional wellness, intellectual wellness. How are you doing? That's the question today. How are you doing? So let me go to the phones and hear from um, our listeners. Uh, 334-895, your mic is open. Thank you for joining us this morning. Well, praise God and good morning, Deanna. Praise Mother God and Father God. How are you this morning? Like Brother Neil. Ah, you're exactly right. <laughs> oh, my memory is getting better every day. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? In grand rising, doing great, thank God. Thank God. Thankful to be alive and thankful to be able to listen and learn. I just tuned in a little late, but want to listen and learn uh, about what you're offering today. Um, I was also interested in how your uh, carnivore's diet went and how that's going. Uh, cause I get carnivorous every now and then, 
I tend to like a little smoked brisket every now and then. Tend to get ravenous when I do. Uh, but uh, I'm trying to stay plant based, but it's, it's difficult at times. Being that I was raised on on, on a cow, but uh, just wanted to hear an update on that and uh, listen and learn. Well, thank you so much, Brother Neil, for tuning in and for your very thoughtful question. And um, I'm doing good with the carnivore diet, I think. Um, you know, the, I, I advise people if they've had a chronic health challenge, try the carnivore diet. And chronic meaning long term. Um, I've had friends who've had problems with their uh, elimination, their colon constipation for years and years and years. And as they got older, they're having trouble problems with their, their bladder and their prostate and all that. These are the people I recommend you try the carnivore diet. Now, I'm trying to, I'm going along with the carnivore diet more because I want to build muscle. My, my arms are just not muscle strong and muscle enough and my thigh, I'm trying to build up muscle in my later years. So what I've been doing is I have been incorporating more animal products in my diet. And I have to say I've gained weight, which is good for me because I'm thin. And I'm looking uh, to eliminate all these floaters that I get in my eyes uh, sometimes. And the floaters seem to be better. But it's only been like uh, less than a week on this increasing my intake of animal products. Like my grandkids and my son usually have tacos on Taco Tuesday. And instead of me having beans or something else, I just had the ground beef with my taco. And I I bought a grain-free taco shell. Because the key to a successful carnivore diet is eliminating the grains. I got into trouble with the bread. That's why I think I started feeling a little pain in my leg the other day after I had all this bread. I had this uh, organic sourdough bread from the grocery store. Not a good idea, I don't think. So carnivore diet, reminder, you got to eliminate the bread, most of the starchy vegetables, no potatoes. You have to stick with meat, uh, animal products, whether it's eggs, Cheese, um, uh, avocados, meat and fat is what is going to help improve your chronic health challenge. So, I mean, it's a, it's a new adventure for me. I've been ve- mostly vegetarian for the past eh, 20 years maybe, and I'm thinking I need to make this shift right now as I'm re-sculpturing my body and doing and helping a friend to encouraging a friend to try this new way of eating. And and he's been like a vegetarian most of his life, very little meat, mostly fish, but improvement after two days on the carnivore diet for him. And I'm I'm excited for him to to keep going, keep going with this carnivore, more meat. In fact, what we had was lamb, ground lamb one day. I used to love lamb and I, I, I still like the taste of lamb. So thank you, um, Brother Neil, for asking. I hope this helps other people to try something new if you've had a long-term health challenge that you're not having success with. Go to YouTube. In fact, there are medical doctors on YouTube 
who can help you with the carnivore diet. And we're going to get into that in the next hour, some uh, conscious doctors talking about cholesterol, because most people are afraid to go on a carnivore diet because of the myth we've been told about your cholesterol is going to go up, you're going to have a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. But I was shocked to see medical doctors on YouTube encouraging people to go on the the carnivore diet and um, just destroying the myths about cholesterol and blood pressure. It's not what we think. It's the sugar, the grains, and all the other starches that are the problem. And when we simplify our diet, meat, for instance, and eggs and fat, more fat, avocados, the body heals better. I'm just saying, try it and go do your own research. So thank you, Brother Neil. I've got another caller uh, that we're going to bring in, uh, 314-677. Your mic is open. You know, so for your floaters, the chrysanthemum extract is good so that you get it on Amazon. I'm sorry, say that again. What kind of extract? Did you say chrysanthemum? Yeah, like the plant, the flower. Yes, yeah. And have you done this yourself? Have you found this to be helpful for you? This is um, uh, Pianke, right? Yeah. Yeah, chrysanthemum okay. extract. And uh, I'll tell you how to spell it here in a second. It's C H R Y S A N. C-H-E-M-I-O-M, just the way you pronounce it. Yes, I think I I had most of it except the end of it, chrysanthemum. That, that, I know about that plant. And are you talking about it orally or in the eyes? No, it's orally. <laughs> it's, uh, you put about 20 drops in some water. What I use, it, it comes with a, uh, the, you know, the... Uh, Doggone, what do you call that thing where you push the, it's got a rubber top on it, you squeeze it and the liquid come up into it. Oh, what I dropper. do, I just squirt it in, yeah, dropper. I squirt it in my mouth beyond my uh, taste buds and I drink about a gulp of water and that's pretty much the same. They also have moringa in uh, liquid form too, extract form too, that's good for you. You know, well, moringa is good for a lot of things. Well, yeah, I have a I have a hot chocolate, Moringa hot chocolate that I drink all the time. So I I have been using Moringa. In fact, my grandchildren love this hot chocolate, which is a surprise, and I give it to them whenever they're here. So I've been doing Moringa. You know, there's a, there are uh, videos and teaching about using castor oil as well uh, in the eye. Floaters. And my friend Tammy, who was on the show Sunday night, Tammy, who's done a lot of work and research to get off steroids, and she's the expert on the carnivore diet, in my opinion. She was the one who recommended the carnivore diet for my floaters because she had floaters, and she's only 50. She's in her late 50s, and she had floaters at the age of 49, 50, and she said going on the carnivore diet, eliminating her floaters. So all this great advice. Thank you, Pianke. And I'm just trying yeah, everything. Yeah, you know another thing, too, before you you go. 
Uh, of course, you, we've heard people talk about don't eat meat and ancient Egyptians didn't eat. That's crazy. I'm saying that's not true. You, your diet is based on the environment that you live in. And I think you're in Chicago where the temperature is, is moderate to cold. So that's what you're going to have to – you're going to have to readapt to a diet that's conducive to that type of environment. You look around, hey, Eskimos eat blubber, whale, seal. That's carnival and fat. So you have to provide your body what it needs based on the environment that you live in. This stuff about eating organic and that all the time. And you know another thing. You can take a plant that's grown, quote, unquote, organic, and one that's used uh, ammonia and nitrates and potassium in order to help it grow. Your cells is only going to take what it wants, and the rest is going to throw out through the chute. That's the way it is. I mean, when you start talking about uh, things down at the molecular level, your cells will go through there and take the nutrients that the plant or any other thing has that it wants, and the rest it will leave alone, no matter how it's grown. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you, Pianke. That's so true. Each one of us has a dietary need that is specific for our genetic, our our, our uh, dosha, which is uh, Ayurvedic terminology, your dosha, which is whether you're kapha, pitta, or vata, meaning you're, you're either uh, thin or you're heavier or you have a heavier bone structure. So there's no, I believe at this stage in my life, there's no one diet for everybody. Each of us can do the homework and decide what is best for you in your, like you said, in your environment and in your lifestyle. Because if you have a very active lifestyle. Now, Brother, the Eli Tom Elamim, I always bring him up. He's a, a breatharian solitarian. He's over there in Uganda making videos every day or every other day about his journey with no food, no water. The man is an uh, alien in my opinion. <laughs> but he's not eating or drinking anything, and he's got muscles. And people say, well, I'm not. he's probably eating something. Well, I spent three days with him three years ago here in Orlando. I didn't see him eat a, a, a thing for three days, and we were with him most of the day. And so he's on the end of the spectrum of nourishing the body. Then you have people on the other end of the spectrum who think they need three meals a day of all this bread and sugar and dessert and all that, and they have diseases galore showing up. So it's really a personal journey for each of us. What does your body need? And as I suggest, if you've had a long term that your doctor hasn't been able to heal or help you with disease or chronic situation, you might try just eating carnivore diet, meat, and fat. Our brain needs fat. Let me go to the, the phones. We've got people who have raised their hand. I don't want to miss you. Three one two five nine oh, your mic is open. Well, good morning to all. Hold on, please. This is Lois in Chicago, and I have two lines going, so I have to take one of them off. So let's get yeah. one off here. Now, thank you, you for waiting. To- we, we have always had um, 
a problem with our people in Chicago. And I thank God for everyone today. Uh, ain't it good to be alive? You know, uh, yes. and I often wondered about the, the, the men in Chicago. I'm born and raised in Chicago. Uh, 16 years old, so I wondered about the men in Chicago, and I noticed that they are like the weather. Brother Pianchi, thank you for the answer, because I just got the answer. The men in Chicago, the body environment causes the men to just look at you in the morning and not even say good morning. Look in your face and keep on going. Now, men from Mississippi, they're going to tilt their hats to your head or good morning or something, you know. But our Chicago men, they're suffering from this environment. I believe that's what it is. That's why most of the women probably can't find a good husband. All right, this is Lois here in Chicago. Thank you so much for this time. <laughs> okay, Lois, that, that's something I never thought about. But, yeah, cold temperatures, for one, and their childhood, adverse childhood experiences, I always go to that, is always influencing the way people behave. And Chicago is a harsh temperature to be in. And if you're not doing well financially, emotionally, physically, mentally, then you're not, you don't feel like talking to anybody. You don't feel like tipping your hand. I, I get I get exactly what you're saying, Lois. Yeah, the environment, that's why I promote cleaning up your environment with healthy products and mindfulness. Okay, we've got 334-895. Your mic is open. Yes, I just wanted to make a comment on organic versus other things uh, that have been treated and sprayed with all type of chemicals. Um, Pianke said the body would pick the nutrients, which may be true in terms, but when when it comes to all the other chemicals and different things that they put on food now and put in food, uh, because Monsanto um, had a patent where they could put the, the killing chemicals inside the plant as it grows so when the when the insect which god created would get there and eat it then they would die and it would also be in the plant it would grow in the plant so those type of chemicals and things i would think compared to organic because organic is supposed to be grown naturally without chemicals without other things put on it and that that's what organic is supposed to mean naturally the way god intended as opposed to all these other chemicals and then and poisons they put on food that go into our system when we eat them. That's what I wanted you to speak on that, Viada, if you could. Organic okay. versus chemically treated yeah. things. Yeah, thank you, Brother Neil. Um, I believe if your emotions are high vibration, love, joy, forgiveness, gratitude, you can get rid of all those toxins in no, every day. But if you have, because the cells in your body, especially your microbiome, you've got trillions of microbes in your body working as an army to get rid of all those toxins you just mentioned, all the chemicals you just mentioned. And I think, I believe, Johnny, that's what our microbes were planted in our ecosystem for, is to detox our environment. So whatever bacteria, you know, you we've talked about mushrooms, how the power of mushrooms, what they do, and all the bacteria, even in Chernobyl in um, uh, Ukraine years ago when they had that uh, nuclear explosion, they came back years later and all the fungus had covered over the, the, the plant 
and was healing the plant with mushroom fungus. So if we are concentrating on our microbiome community, building it up with fermented foods, with good air, good uh, environments, then it will detox for us. But the problem is, um, Brother Neil, most people are eating so much crap and so many chemicals putting in that they are destroying their microbiome or at least weakening the microbiome community. But if we strengthen it, it will do the work to detox everything that we put in our body. So thank you for that question. Uh, we're going to go to our, our another caller, and then we, I've got to go to a break. 314-677. Did I open that? Yeah, yeah that's me again. Oh, okay, sorry. And, and, you know, this thing, walking mud, walking mud, that would help. See, all those heavy metals are going to go down to your feet because that's what gravity does. It pulls things down. So walking mud, that helps to detox your body. But, no, your body is only going to take what it needs. Uh, I don't care how bad it is, but it'll take what it needs and throw the rest of the stuff out. And, uh, you know, lead, take lead, for instance, lead, accumulates or should I say it develops in the soil naturally. It's a natural element. Anything right. that man used to make something else, he has to start off with something that's already present on the planet. You just don't right. create something out of anything. So that right. what they'll do is alter it. You have to have herbicides to kill bugs or you can get tobacco juice. It'll kill bugs too. Uh households right. Soap or kill bugs on your tomato plant if that's what you want to do. But when you're talking about uh, cultivating and growing thousands of acres or something, that's just not practical. You have to use an assistance, and the use of the assistance is chemically derived, just like ammonia. Ammonia is made from the Haber Bosch, Bosch like Bosch spark plug process, where they use natural gas and heat. What? Well, that's just that's just the way it does. Well, thank you, thank you, Bianca. We're getting quite a, a bit of education today, especially from my listeners. Thank you so much for contributing. I think I missed. Did I miss three one? Admiral Nelson Bay. Admiral Nelson Bay. I knew it was you. All right, we're gonna hear from yeah. you, and then we're gonna and uh, go ahead, Ms. Admiral Nelson Bay. How are you today? I'm doing great. You know, um, I'm a self-described medical astrologist at the apex of German New Medicine. And we, uh, who are practitioners of German New Medicine, understand the um, sort of, uh, there's a word for that, I'm trying to remember the name. It's sort of psychosomatic. It's like, our overall mental health is what causes us to be as we are, to behave and conduct ourselves in the way we willfully, purposefully behave and conduct ourselves. Um, and uh, it's all about how we act. You know, it's like I was hit by a uh, microwave weapon, probably. Uh, a very high-flying drone. I understand how these devices work, and I was targeted several months ago, <laughs> and so I know that I'm on somebody's radar. And 
So if you see somebody walking down the street like uh, that uh, Mexican guy who was being, um, you know, uh, escorted by these men with masks over their face, the major drug kingpin, I was, uh, it was like I was being manhandled. (laughs) And I, uh, that was the way that, uh, the microwave weapon was working. And uh, I'm to be in England to meet with Barry Trower, B-A-R-R-I-E-T-R-O-W-E-R. He's probably the world's foremost expert on microwave weapons, direct energy weapons. And uh, that's something that... Uh, is being used by the deep state or whoever, as I aspire to be Vice President of the United States, serving alongside my president, Donald J. Trump, as his Veep, which will put me in position to get the gold from the global debt facility to turn into Aurum U.S. notes, which is gold-embossed paper-like money as I am the creative founder of Federated State Bank of North America, and it will be in the one, two, five, ten, and twenty dollar denomination, um, one thousandth of a troy ounce of gold is going to be the new gold standard for one dollar, and then it's going to be five hundredth for the two dollar, um, two hundredth for the $5 denomination, um, 100th for the $10 denomination, and 150th of a troy ounce of gold for the Harriet Tubman-faced Aurum United States note. And that's the new currency for this quantum financial system, which is a parallel economy. Uh, there are two forces in the universe, one divine, the other satanic. I represent the divine uh, the World Economic Forum, the WHO, represents the Titanic okay. system of global government. Admiral Nelson, we're getting off track here a little bit. So uh, all this information is very good. And I want to just say, add to something you said about we're all being attacked. We're all being watched. My son was looking up some information about Airbnb in London, and an uh, ad showed up on my phone for Airbnb in London. Like, they're watching us. So. We're all being watched. We're all being targeted. But I was watching an interview yesterday with a guy named Eric Prince. He was the CEO of Blackwater, one of the defense contractors. And he has created a phone that I'm going to look into called an up phone. It's unplugged phone. Everybody needs to check this out because it eliminates their ability to check on you and spy on you. Anyway, thank you, uh, Admiral Nelson Bay, for all that What did you say? The website or information, because I'm very interested in that. I'll I'll put it in the chat. It's called, I have have no idea what the website, it's called Unplugged Phone or UP Phone, and it's created by Eric Prince. He was the CEO of Blackwater. He he sold the company or dismantled it, but he was a major defense contractor for years. 
And that phone sounds like the phone we all should have. Uh, drop the apple and all that because they're spying on everybody. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to get into the cholesterol and blood pressure myth because if you're going to, even if you're going to try a carnivore diet, you need to get rid of the fear about your cholesterol and uh, all the things that we've been told, which are not exactly true. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Uh, we want to get uh, get your opinion, your comments about cholesterol and blood Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago Branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. Facebook and YouTube studio that I'd like to read uh, for you. Uh, our Monday morning mindfulness host, Delvin's joining us. Grand Rising, beautiful wise one. Journaling is a gift from chaos. Yes, yes, that my granddaughter is actually journaling, and it's helping her immensely. Get ready to bloom from inside out. Yes, yes. And she says, volunteering is a great way to forget about your own problems. Get involved in something you like. Absolutely. Moringa hot chocolate, share recipe. I'll share you the product because you can order the product. Uh, it's actually a product that uh, you can buy. I think you can actually get it online. Okay, just Googled it. $1,000? No. What is that? $1,000 Moringa? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't pay. I pay about twenty some dollars for a box, but uh, let me know if that that must be some other product that uh, someone is promoting. 
So let's go into um, the myths about cholesterol because um, we've had so many people grow up with this idea that, especially if you've been going to your doctor and hearing all the time, you got to lower your cholesterol. And then we, what do they do? They give you statins. So Dr. Sunil Dahan is with us today, and he's going to talk about um, cholesterol. Are we treating high cholesterol completely wrong? And uh, let me get to him. He's a, Dr. Sunil Dahan's always very radical about uh, all the medical subjects. See, you'll get something from him that you don't get from typical doctors. So here's Dr. Sunil Dahan on treating, are we treating high cholesterol? Hello wrong? everyone, Dr. Sunil Dahan, internal medicine physician. Welcome to another video. What if the whole way that we think about high cholesterol, what if our whole paradigm is completely wrong? Because high cholesterol is everywhere nowadays. It is estimated that one in two, yes, 50% or more of all adults in the United States have a diagnosis of high cholesterol. Hello. And this is something which is being repeated across the Western world. And we have to ask ourselves, why do people have this diagnosis? Why a hundred years ago was it not a thing? And there are many people who would say that, well, people are living longer now because of medications like statins and other chronic disease medications. And I would really debate that, I disagree. I think there are lots of reasons why people are living longer nowadays compared to 100 years ago, like improved child mortality rates, like the fact that we have antibiotics so people don't die of simple infections, like the fact that we don't routinely march millions of young men off to war to go and fight and die for a cause that they barely understand. Thankfully, that's not happening routinely nowadays. But think about how all of those factors greatly reduced life expectancy for most of human history. And of course, we know that the diagnosis of high cholesterol nowadays invariably leads to a statin prescription. These medications are dished out like candy, and they are the biggest blockbuster drug of all time. Statins over the last few decades have brought in hundreds of billions of dollars in revenue, more than the entire GDP of whole countries. And one of the biggest selling statins is atorvastatin or Lipitor. You've probably heard of that. But these medications are seen as a savior by so many within the medical establishment to the problem of high cholesterol. And why is high cholesterol such a problem? Why did people not even talk about it 70 or 80 years ago? Because the truth is that even 100 years ago, if you lived past a certain age, you actually had more chance of being healthier and living longer than you do today. And that's for a number of reasons, including the explosion of so many chronic diseases today that didn't exist 100 years ago. So let me explain to you why I believe we have completely the wrong philosophy towards treating hypercholesterolemia or hyperlipidemia. And that is because the LDL, quote unquote, bad cholesterol, that's the low density cholesterol, is not simply a number that needs to be fixed. The actual problem is upstream from there. Three processes that I would like to share with you that the medical profession largely ignores. They barely talk about it, but these are the core concepts to what causes high cholesterol, causes other problems as well like diabetes, but let's stick with high cholesterol. Number one, de novo lipogenesis. This is the process by which excess carbohydrates, and that includes sugars, are converted into lipid molecules, i.e. fat. Number two, oxidative stress. This is the core concept 
behind many disease processes. And number three, generalized inflammation. And hopefully you can all picture that. So those processes happen, and as a result, LDL cholesterol goes up. And doctors get very excited that they prescribe a statin, and then they fix the number. But what does fixing the number actually do? Because statins are designed to lower the cholesterol. That's what they will do. But what does that achieve? What are the actual outcomes and positive benefits? Because you haven't even touched the upstream problems, which are oxidative stress, de novo lipogenesis, and generalized inflammation. And if you actually dive into the studies, if you actually follow the science, I've talked about this before, and you break down the data, the actual benefits of statin, somebody who takes a statin religiously for a long time, the benefits are not what you might expect in terms of improved life expectancy and reduced risk of cardiac or even stroke events. Nowhere near what you might be led to believe. But oh yes, the medical profession, our current philosophy, gets very excited that we fixed a lone number. And let me draw an analogy, if I may. And this was an excellent reply that I had on Twitter. So credit to that person. But it goes something like this. You have a wall with a hole in it, and the hole has been caused by an explosion of termites. And you come along and you put a picture over the hole and you get very excited. Yes, we can't see the hole anymore. That's fantastic. Look at how smart and how clever we are. Whoopie doo. We have covered up the hole. But hold on a minute. Take a step back. The termites are still exploding. You haven't fixed the actual problem. Why are you so excited about putting a picture over the hole? Why not deal with the actual problem? And that is the whole issue with our current paradigm to how we treat many chronic diseases, including high cholesterol. So what would I do if a doctor ever told me, Sunil, you have high cholesterol levels. You need to take a statin. Well, I would have zero interest in taking a statin. I would take a step back and think, well, why do I have high LDL cholesterol? What is the upstream problem? Let me fix the root cause. And I would focus on a number of different issues. I would be razor focused on lifestyle. What am I eating? Am I eating a clean, natural, real food diet? Low in ultra processed foods, minimize sugars so that de novo lipogenesis cannot take place and the resulting oxidative stress and inflammation. But I don't want to sound like a broken record. I've talked enough about that. Number two, I would focus on exercise, cardio, but especially weight training, strength resistance training, which has a number of great anti-inflammatory benefits. And then I would focus on many other aspects of lifestyle, including adequate sleep, stress management, and yes, throw in a few awesome anti-inflammatory supplements like turmeric. But that's what I would be focused on, fixing the oxidative stress before I even contemplate taking a medication, which comes with a whole host of side effects and other drawbacks. I do not want to take a pill. And that is the whole problem with our medical philosophy. It's not emphasized enough. We get so excited about fixing numbers, putting band-aids on problems. We never deal with the root causes. We never deal with the upstream problem. And that's why chronic diseases keep on proliferating Every year, we throw more and more medications at people and everything keeps getting worse because we are focused on the wrong things and we are heading in the wrong direction and we are eventually going to meet a tipping point where we collectively realize that we've been doing everything wrong. Our whole philosophy, our whole paradigm is misguided. And I believe that future generations, more enlightened generations, will really laugh at us when they look back and think, what were these people doing in the latter part of the 20th century and the first part of the 21st century? How were they thinking in such an odd way? They were never addressing 
the root cause of any problem. Thanks everyone for watching. Feel free to comment down below. Even if you disagree with me, that is fine. That is what open scientific debate is all about. Check out my health academy and my online program. Those links are down below. Hit the like button if you like this video and the bell button for more similar videos in the future. That really helps with the algorithm and getting these videos shared as widely as possible. We will speak again very soon. So that was Dr. Sunil Dahan. He's a great uh, source of information and help for you to take charge of your health. And I have another doctor I want to bring in. He has an, an excellent teaching. He's a former Olympian and holistic doctor. And just as a, a aside, um, Zelda did the research on the upphone, and she just Googled it. It's $1,000, and she says it's $900 plus tax. And shipping close to a thousand. T-Mobile is the only carrier now. AT&T will do it in the future. If the carriers are able to turn cell on, what's stopping the spying? All phones must have it. Well, according to this guy Eric Prince, they have uh, the technology that prevents that from happening. Who knows? SIM cards are mandatory. They can they can still trace. Looks like simple competition for Apple marketing tricks of the trade. Yeah, I thank you Zelda for that information. When I heard this guy talking, I thought, that sounds like a great idea. You can listen to the interview on YouTube at uh, P, uh, Patrick B, PBD Valuetainment. Go to Valuetainment and type in Eric Prince, and you can listen. It was like an hour and a half. It was fascinating because he really got into a lot of his, uh, information about our government, uh, con, military contracts, and so forth. So thank you, Zelda. I'm going to look into that. I don't. I think they're competing uh, right with Apple, but I'm so uh, ready to do something so they don't spy on me. Anyway, let's go to Ken Eckberg. He's a former Olympian holistic doctor. He has some really good information about your doctor is wrong about bad cholesterol, and we just want you to have no fear about trying new diets, uh, when the medical system has been scaring us about cholesterol. So here's Sten Eckberg, a former Olympian. About cholesterol, because the way we have been understanding and dealing with cholesterol in the last 50 years is one of the greatest health disasters of all time. And there's this huge fear factor about cholesterol. When people are changing their lifestyle and they're getting healthier, they're losing weight, they're feeling better, all their health markers are improving except one. Their doctors still scare them into abandoning their healthy lifestyle and reverting to a low-fat diet because one marker, LDL cholesterol, is too high in their opinion. And this is all because we have bought into the idea without any good evidence that LDL cholesterol is bad cholesterol. What I want to help you with today is to make an informed decision by understanding the true factors and what's really going on. What we really want to get away from is the idea that if cholesterol is over 200, if your total is over 200, then you get this automatic prescription for a statin drug. Or if your LDL is over 100, that that should be some magical number that now you get a statin drug. 
Do statin drugs lower cholesterol? Yes, absolutely they do. But we're going to talk about whether that is actually a good thing. We're going to answer what kind of cholesterol do they lower? Is that something we actually want to lower? We're going to ask about heart disease. Does it actually help lower heart disease? And the answer is there is no good evidence of that. Recent studies actually show the opposite, that higher cholesterol actually is associated with lower all-cause mortality and better cognitive function in your later years. Does it improve longevity? Does it help people live longer? And there is no good evidence to that either. What you do get for sure are side effects, and we're going to talk about that as well. So why then is there a standard prescription for a statin, even though there's no good evidence that it actually helps? Because there is something called evidence-based medicine. And the only evidence they're looking for is, does it lower cholesterol? Yes, absolutely. And there's the assumption that cholesterol causes heart disease, and therefore it must be a good thing to lower it, and that's a false assumption. The other reason is called standard of care, that a doctor, as long as he follows the standard of care, which is to prescribe a statin if your cholesterol is over 200, you can't get in trouble if you hurt patients as long as you follow the standard of care. The time you can get in trouble is if you step outside of the standard of care and something happens. We want to get away from the idea of high or low cholesterol, and we want to start thinking balanced or unbalanced, because 190 could be unhealthy, and 350 could be healthy. Now, this is not to say that you should ignore your cholesterol numbers. They still give you good feedback. Higher isn't necessarily better, but higher isn't necessarily bad either. We have to understand when pay some attention. What are the numbers to pay attention to? We'll go over that. One thing we want to understand is we want to start fighting. We want to start addressing the true cause instead of the rescue attempt. So what do I mean by that? If you come to a fire, then there is probably some people from the fire department there. Most of the time that you see a traffic accident or a fire, there will be a responder. There'll be an ambulance, there'll be a firefighter, and there's an association there. And that's just like we associate cholesterol with disease, cholesterol with damage, because cholesterol always shows up at the accident site, just like the first responders show up at the accident site. That does not imply causation. That does not make the fire department guilty of the fire. It does not make the cholesterol guilty of the damage. And if we start fighting cholesterol, we are fighting the wrong guy. That would be like setting up roadblocks for the fire department because there's an association between fires and fire departments. So what then is the real cause of heart disease and plaques. And the real causes are inflammation, a low-grade chronic inflammation, which is associated often with insulin resistance and or 
oxidative stress. All these three go hand in hand. And here's what we want to understand. There is a strong correlation between cardiovascular disease and these three things. There's a very, very weak correlation between cholesterol and cardiovascular disease. And to the extent that cholesterol is involved with cardiovascular disease, to the extent that it's associated with these three. So what we really want to understand is when is cholesterol unbalanced? And the indicators are increased blood glucose, increased blood insulin, increased long-term glucose called A1C, increased triglycerides, decreased HDL, high-density lipoproteins, and an increased ratio of total cholesterol to HDL. We also want to look at VLDL, and we want to look at LDL size. Now, one of these by itself doesn't necessarily indicate anything, and that's why we want to look at the bigger picture. The first four I'll cover very quickly because I've done so many videos on that. Increased glucose comes from eating sugar and processed carbs, which trigger an insulin response to combat that high blood sugar. If this goes on over time, then we get insulin resistance and our A1C starts creeping up. And once we're insulin resistant, now this glucose is not accepted by the cells. The cells are resisting additional fuel and if the glucose can't get into the cells now, it gets converted into fat. So as you can see, this doctor is giving a very detailed um, explanation of what really is the root cause of cholesterol problems. And we have been told by doctors in the past that, eh, you got to take a drug to get it down. You if it's high all the time, it's a problem. This doctor uh, is saying, no, not necessarily. Uh, cholesterol is good for the brain. And that's what my friend Tammy shared on Sunday, that she has so much cholesterol that it helped her get off the statins, the drug that they put her on that was killing her. So I hope that if you want to, this is a long teaching, but I wanted to just share a part of the teaching. This is your doctor is wrong about cholesterol, and this guy's name is Dr. Sten Egbert. There's his name, Sten Egbert. This is like a 28-minute uh, video, but I thought it was amazing or very helpful that he's giving so much information about the cause, the root cause of cholesterol problems. I think the bottom line for me is the emotional root Uh and with cholesterol, Louise Hay, my favorite book, Heal Your Body, gives us a, a probable cause for cholesterol problems is clogging the channels of joy, fear of accepting joy. Now, what is joy on the energy scale, on the energy vibration scale? It's high. It's extremely high. Joy, gratitude, love. So if you can get raise the joy in your life, you heal your cholesterol problems is what Louise Tay is saying. And she says, to love life, my channels of joy are wide open. It's safe to receive. Many people 
who are struggling with cholesterol problems, they have a problem receiving joy, experiencing joy, expressing joy. And so if we can do the emotional wellness check and work with that, work on that first and foremost, we probably won't have any cholesterol problems. And then when it comes to blood pressure, um, she has some probable cause for blood pressure is, as I always say, long-standing emotional problem not solved. Long-standing. That's your chronic health condition that has not been solved. And you can either go to a carnivore diet, and that might help your long-standing chronic health problem, or you can start paying attention to the long-standing adverse childhood experiences that you're still carrying in your heart. And the, the affirmation is, I joyously release the past. I am in peace. Now, for me, I've always had low blood pressure. Never have a high blood pressure problem. Say the only time my blood pressure went sky high, I was so scary. I called nine one one. I had done an hour long tapping session, uh, virtual with a client. For a whole hour, I was tapping with her about her emotional problem, and my blood pressure was so high I could just feel like I thought I was going to pass out or something. So I called nine one one. They came and they're like, well, if you go to the hospital, it's not high enough that they're going to even do anything, so you might as well just chill, basically, they said. So I called a friend, and he was telling me, coaching me how to, uh, you know, chill and get down. And I finally, my blood pressure came down. That was rare, very rare. And I was just taking on, as an empath, the energy of someone who had high blood pressure. But low blood pressure indicates lack of love as a child. Lack of love as a child. And I would have to agree that my mother was not able to nurture me and give me the love that I wanted or needed as a child. So that was my adverse childhood experience was having an alcoholic mother most of my childhood who couldn't give me any love. And my dad was busy working. I mean, he supported us and provided for us. Love Nab. He was never, there was no abuse or anything like that. But I wouldn't say I had, quote, love and nurturing as a child from my parents. They had support. My dad, busy, busy, two, working two jobs, kissed me when he said goodbye, and when he divorced at an early age. He was always there for me, and he influenced me in a different way. But the love was, was there in his own way. My mother, no. So my low blood pressure, I've always had it. I'm, that's why I promote fly. First, love yourself. Always makes a difference. My blood pressure is normal now. I, really, my, I check my blood pressure before I work, do my workout, my 15-minute workout. And when I do, after my workout, my blood pressure always goes up a little bit if it's low. But I never have the low blood pressure that I used to have in 20 years ago. Because I'm flying, first loving yourself. That's what we do here in the Otter Tiny House Village. So uh, let me just check before we go to a break. It's almost time to go. Uh, let's see. Did I open up? The, I don't think I got to this caller. Three one two seven two one. Did I open up your mic? Yes. Uh, there's a caller on the on air network. 
Minister Plum, oh, uh, remark? Your, your number. Mind. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Wailing out your lungs. Uh, we don't die. We multiply. Black is beautiful with some black power to it. And happy belated uh, uh, Black History Month, uh, Dr. V. And Aslam uh, uh, comes to you, Sister uh, Naima Latif. Right. Welcome, Minister Plum. That's Minister Plum, yeah. right? Well, okay, I have ahead. taken uh, cholesterol medicine for years and still taking it. Uh, however, um, you know, I do have high blood pressure, and I'm still working on my health, and I just want to say thank you uh, to the Female Solution and especially to you, Dr. B., because we are products of the uh, mind that we keep as well as the food that we eat. And as a result, I'm training my mind every day in a divine way to be happy, to be healthy, to be wealthy, and to be wise. In other words, uh, watch what I'm eating now. (laughs) And thank the Lord that I can pray about my condition, you know, uh, uh, everything that I do is all centered around, uh, you know, God. And God is 23, and 23 means abundance of blessings. So I just want to make uh, you welcome, uh, Dr. B, and uh, uh, encouraging you and uh, also uh, uh, Sister Naima Latif to keep up the good work on our health because it is truly our wealth. And I'm thankful that uh, I can still promote plump music productions and helping to, as they say, soothe the savage beast and soothe the pain. And uh, I realize, you know, uh, in life from experience, no pain, no gain. So, even after the pain, then, you know, the blessings come. So I can feel the blessings of the Lord uh, working in me today. So thank you for all that you do, Dr. B, and you too, uh, Sister Naeem Latif. Okay, so Minister Plump, Minister, Minister Plump, you've always been so transparent with uh, us at the Female Solution about their challenges you're having in life. You are a perfect, perfect example of someone who might benefit from the carnivore diet. Number one, for those of you who don't know, Minister Pond is a Vietnam veteran. Am, am I right? Yes, ma'am. I'm a Vietnam okay. veteran. And- yeah, that's a longstanding emotional problem in my opinion. I've had enough. I, my ex-husband was a Vietnam veteran. I have a, someone in my life now who's a Vietnam veteran. You guys need some help uh, always. And I think Kwame, I don't know if he's, yeah, he's in the studio. So I have all these Vietnam veterans who taught me so much about their emotional challenges that they've had. So you're a perfect uh, example of someone who could maybe benefit from a carnivore diet. Now, the challenge for you at your age especially, you got to give up the bread. And it's a challenge because that food is usually very comforting. I know my ex have his sugar and his, uh, um, you know, his comfort food every day. And it was, it, the weight just kept coming on and on with him. So he's overweight on four medications, and I understand that now. 
And you, uh, Minister Plum, could do be our experiment. I know, it's, you know, there's a saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but I believe there's hope for old dogs these days. So <laughs> no, no offense, but I'm, I'm hopeful that old dogs can turn around and do something new and different because our our society needs you to set the example. So, Minister Plump, I challenge you to go on a, a carnivore diet for a week maybe, See what happens. You got to give up the bread and the meat and all those starches you're eating. Just eggs. We can set up a menu for you. Just eggs, avocados, butter, lots of butter, and animal products. Fish, beef, whatever animal you like, go ahead, put it in your body, and see if raising your cholesterol if that helps. And then you have to monitor since you're on medication. I'm not a doctor. Everything, everything like beef and fish, uh, like, uh, but no pork. I don't eat pork. Right, right. Whatever your preference. You eat, eat the animals. And there have, if you go to YouTube, there have been so many people who got off their medication when they went on the carnivore diet. So, I'm just saying, do your homework, carnivore diet, YouTube, go do some, listen to some of the testimonies of people who had all the problems you have right now, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, all that, uh, and Dr. they got all Dr. V, Dr. V, go I ahead. just want to uh, encourage everybody to go to Robert Trump's Facebook page and then also uh because uh, the Honorable Mayor Harold Lee Washington said we must flump the whole community. We are flumping it up in peace, love, unity, marketing people. And Naima Latif's birthday birthday is April 15, 2024, and we need, we need her and you and all the female solution to participate in encouraging the Ottomans to vote for Mayor Washington birthday birthday to become a legal holiday in Chicago uh, because you know they got the Pulaski Day, they got the the uh, St. Patrick's Day, they got the Pulaski Day, they got the Columbus Day. What about Mayor Harold E. Washington's birthday, April 15th? Minister Plum, thank you for that uh, every time. And we thank you, the, the, we thank the universe for you, Minister Plum. You are a, a beacon of light in Chicago and Chicago, handle your politics. I got enough here in Florida. <laughs> but have fun in Chicago, and I love you all. Now, final words on uh, the cholesterol, blood pressure, all that. If you notice in uh, the video with the doctor, he was talking about putting out the flame. Ah, that's so uh, interesting that he brought up the flame. Because I did a recent YouTube video on the suicide by fire by um, Aaron Bushnell, the young man who set himself on fire. And if you didn't watch it, that's okay because it was kind of shocking. But one of the things that was a a metaphor that showed up in that um, suicide by fire video was that a, 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 a man showed up pointing a gun at him. So the response to the man on fire was pull out a gun. And someone thought that was a perfect metaphor. We don't need a gun. We need a fire extinguisher. So instead of a fire extinguisher showing up when this man was on fire, 
A man shows up with a gun. This is the mentality that we need to overcome our lives in general when it comes to our health and well-being, cholesterol, blood pressure, check, wellness check. The gun is medication. Our pharmaceutical uh, companies, our medical system has been pulling out the gun when we go into these doctor's offices that, and we're inflamed. And what did the doctor say was the root cause? Inflammation. Inflammation. People are on fire emotionally, and that's why they have pain in their body. They're on fire because they've been putting a bunch of crap in their bodies, chemicals in their body, breathing chemicals, and mainly holding on to anger, unforgiveness, resentment, and more and more negative emotions. It's time for us to put the gun away. Do not go to doctors who are pulling out the gun, which is the, the prescription pad in my mind. They're pulling out a prescription pad like the gun. Boom, boom, boom. Shoot, we're going we're gonna to kill this high cholesterol. We're going to kill this high blood pressure with a drug. That's the gun. Kill them. And that's the metaphor that this. Aaron Bushnell is his name, left for us, who decided to protest the killing, boom, 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 innocent women and children in Gaza with his last breath was free Palestine, free Palestine, as he burned to death. So let us take that uh, metaphor and, and run with it and say no more guns, no more guns. We're going to heal the inflammation with the fire extinguisher, which is water and meditation and vitamin C, carnivore diet, the softer remedies that will bring this body, this beautiful sacred temple back into balance. So I hope all this has been helpful for you all. uh, today, share it with your friends, neighbors, family, enemies, whatever. We need to put the guns away and bring on the the um, and the uh, fire extinguishers because too many people are inflamed internally, and it's being manifested in their emotions. But emotions of love, joy, peace, forgiveness—those are the things we're promoting here on the Female Solution. So uh, join us tomorrow. It's the first uh, Saturday of the month. I'm not sure who's going to be on, but we'll have a wonderful show for you. at, And we're going to say farewell with our thank you ending. to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution.
On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessing. You got this. We're building back better. So everybody...